Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hey there, guys. Welcome to today's episode of the College Investor Audio Show. Today, we're going to be talking about how to apply for a federal student loan. Let's take a look at it. You know, while it would be great to cover all your college costs using a combination of savings, help from family members, scholarships, and your personal income, those funds aren't always going to cut it. Many college-bound students will need to apply for student loans to cover the gap between the cost of education and their limited resources. So this podcast will explain how to apply for student loans and how to select the amount to borrow when you take out the loans. For U.S. citizens applying for educational loans in the U.S., the application should be federal student loans. Here's how to apply for federal student loans. Filling out the FAFSA. Applying for federal student loans starts by filling out the free application for federal student aid, FAFSA. To fill out the application, you'll need your and your parents' information from your tax filing from two years ago. In 2020, you'll need the 2018 tax forms, plus information about your parents' assets, your assets, and other financial details. Once you submit the FAFSA, your school or your schools of choice, if you're still kind of deciding where to go, will create a student aid report for you. This report will include information about free aid, like grants, scholarships, all kinds of stuff. It will also show information about work-study options and, of course, student loans. In the U.S., almost all schools use the FAFSA to issue need-based aid to students. And here's another thing. Even if you don't plan to take out student loans, consider completing the FAFSA. You might learn that you qualify for grants or extra scholarships from your school of choice based on your financial status. About two weeks after you submit the FAFSA to your school, you can expect to receive an aid offer. The offer will include information about all sources of aid, including scholarships, grants, work-study programs, subsidized student loans, unsubsidized student loans. In general, you want to take all the free money you can get, <laughs> of course, but that means accepting the scholarships and the grants. If you plan to live on campus, you may want to consider taking the work-study offer too. However, consider work-study as a baseline for your earnings, not as a cap. Often, work-study jobs do not pay very well. Side hustles like refing soccer or basketball, tutoring, waiting tables, tending bar, or any form of skilled labor typically pay much better. And of course, starting a business may be the best way to earn money during college. The last form of aid will be student loans. These will include subsidized loans, which have a lower interest rate. And interest doesn't accrue while you're in school, by the way. And unsubsidized loans, where interest starts accruing right away, ugh, accept the appropriate loan amount. So once you review the offer, you can accept any part of the offer you want. Many people don't know this. You do not have to take out all the loans. In fact, I recommend borrowing as little as possible to pay for your tuition and other upfront costs. Between savings, frugal living, and working, most undergraduate students can pay for their living expenses without borrowing money. Student loans aren't free money. <laughs> you do have to pay them back. It always makes sense to look for alternatives to borrowing to pay for your education. It may seem smart to borrow a little extra now, but I always advise against that. After college, you may have a salary of fifty to 60000 to start, or even lower in many fields. 
That sounds like a lot of money. But paying back 50 grand plus of student loans on a starter salary is a huge challenge. Think about your future self and limit your borrowing today. So here's how to apply for private student loans. In rare cases, students in the U.S. may want to apply for private student loans rather than federal student loans. A few reasons to consider private loans include you may want to attend a non-accredited educational opportunity, such as a coding boot camp or something like that. You plan to take one course at a time. You need at least half-time enrollment to qualify for most federal programs. You're not a U.S. citizen, so you don't qualify for federal loans. You have a strong income and a strong credit score, so private lenders may offer better rates than the unsubsidized federal loans. You're refinancing your existing student loans to a private lender with a substantially lower interest rate. If one of these situations applies to you, then follow these steps to apply for private student loans. Gather all your documents. When you apply for any loan, you'll need documents to prove your income, credit score, and whether you have assets. In general, you'll need the following. Tax returns or W-2s from the previous years, employment pay stubs, personal identification information like a driver's license, bank statements. If you're applying for private loans while attending school, you will need information about the cost of attending. If you have a co-signer, you'll need their information too. Loan documents for existing student loans if you're refinancing. Please compare rates from a few lenders. Once you've gathered up all that information, start doing some loan shopping. Many lenders allow you to preview rates without having a hard credit pull. You can also shop for rates using sites like LendingTree or Credible. Comparing rates using an aggregation site like LendingTree or Credible will help you get a feel for the interest rates and terms available to you. Also, apply for identical loans from at least two lenders. After unofficially comparing rates, apply for loans from at least two lenders. That way you can pick the best possible interest rate. The underwriting and approval process can take anywhere from a few hours to a few weeks, depending on the lender. Choose the best offer. I think this is a no-brainer, but when you have a few loan offers in hand, compare them to see which loan is best for you. Then sign the loan documents and move forward with your education or paying off your loans. And that'll do it. I hope this was helpful to you. Again, we love it when you subscribe, when you get the notifications. That way, every single day, you can have some new content to preview and listen to. So yeah, you can't click on anything when you're listening. If you'd like to see some more resources and links to all of this stuff that we were talking about today, you can find it at thecollegeinvestor.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time.